Welcome to this week's five-minute Rashi, which looks at a comment of Rashi on Pashat Chukat. And we're going to look at Rashi's comment on Perak Kaf Pasuk Yud, chapter 20, verse 10 of the Book of Bamidbar, of the Book of Numbers. And this is the incident where Moshe is told to speak to the rock to provide water for the thirsty people, and instead he hits the rock. And according to Rashi, this is why he was punished and not allowed to enter into the land of Israel. But Rashi elsewhere, in Bamid Balamad Aleph Kaf Aleph, chapter 31, verse 21, and the Rambam, in the fourth chapter of Shmona Prakin, says the reason that Moshe made this mistake was because he got cross. And when one loses one's temper, one loses one's ability to make proper judgments. And in particular, we see that Moshe gets cross by calling out Shimunaha Morim, Listen now, you Morim, whatever that word means. And that is a derogatory way of speaking to B'nai Yisrael, and it was a result of Moshe losing his temper. Rashi discusses the meaning of the word Hamorim, and in almost a verbatim quote from the Midrash Tanchuma, he gives three explanations for this word. And the first is Sarvanim, based on the interpretation of, of Tagrim Onkelos. Sarvanim is sometimes translated as wayward or rebellious. It comes from the same word as Sarav, to refuse, and it means people who refuse to do what they're told. And then Rashi says, Loshen Yavani, it's a Greek word, shotim, meaning fools. And my limited knowledge of Greek and my use of Google Translate suggests that Rashi is, has in mind the Greek word moros, related to the English word moron, meaning somebody of limited intelligence. And then Rashi says a third explanation, morim et morehem. Now, the reason he says this is probably because we all know what the word more means. It means a teacher. It doesn't mean someone who's rebellious. It doesn't mean somebody who's a fool. It means somebody who teaches. So Rashi links that interpretation of Morim with the previous two and says it refers to people who teach their teachers. Now, there is a discussion whether Rashi is bringing three different explanations, and the second and the third will be introduced with Devar Acher, which means another thing, as we find in some original texts of Rashi. However, the majority seem to imply that this is not three separate explanations, but rather one single continuum. There's also the same question about the text of the Midrash, which Rashi is using as his source, whether the Midrash also is bringing three or just one explanation. And if it's one explanation, we have to understand why Rashi says there are three parts to this concept, three parts to being morim, which will, shorthand, we'll just say as rebels. So what is a rebel? So the first quality is somebody who is a sarvanim, or one of the sarvanim, people who do not do what they're told. But why don't they do what they're told? Well, that's because morim is similar to shotim. It's because they're foolish, because they lack intelligence. To put it colloquially, they're not very smart and they don't realize what is the best advice to follow. But the third point that Rashi makes, I think, is perhaps the most significant. That people who are refusing to do the right thing and people who are foolish and not able to understand what the right thing to do is, there are also people who are morim et morehem. They teach their teachers. They show a lack of respect for the expertise and the authority that the teachers, that the experts, that those who know better than them have. I think in our day and age, when the internet has given a voice to anyone who wants one, which is obviously a good thing, but unfortunately that same internet has declared that whoever is right is the one who shouts loudest, 
not necessarily the one who knows the most. We live in an age of morim et morehem, where people teach their teachers, where in all disciplines, but I think particularly in the field of halakha and hashkafa, Jewish law and Jewish philosophy, people are content to say that they are right because they think they are right and ignore the words of those who have shown brilliance and years of scholarship and integrity who might know better than others. So if we don't want to be rebels, if we don't want to be castigated by Moshe Rabbeinu, then it's up to us to do the right thing, to show intelligence and to show respect for the expertise and the wisdom that others have who literally know more than us. Shabbat Shalom.